Podcast City Network. Listener discretion is advised. It is time to play. You're listening to the Everett Lee Show. Let's go! A shot of entertainment to the head. No doubt. Sit back, relax, put your drinks up, and enjoy the entertainment. Okay. okay. Now we come to the payoff. Let's rock. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Everett Lee Show Slamming Thursday edition right here on twitch.tv slash the Everett Lee. Everett Lee is joining you tonight to talk about WWE Raw, NXT, AEW, Wednesday Night War, Full Gear, and later on in the program, wrestling manager Damian Saint will be calling in and none of this is possible without my co-host that always joins me on the Slam and Thursday edition of the Everett Lee Show. I want to welcome to the program, as always, the Chris Rose. How you doing there, Chris? I'm doing all right tonight. It's been a been a pretty good week of wrestling, and I'm ready to sit down and discuss all things of wrestling with you, as always. Oh yeah, it'll be a fun night. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be a fun night because I mean, just everything that's that's been going on and stuff. So everyone can kick back and just have a little bit of uh, drinking a little bit of the bubbly and listen to Everett Lee and the Chris Rose talk about some wrestling. But before I do that, man, how was your week? How was your weekend? I had a pretty Pretty good pat this past weekend. Um, you know, I had a good I had a good weekend, but I, I fell short um, Sunday to Frankie Swamp Tower in our false count anywhere street fight match. Yeah, uh, I pulled out all the stuff. I don't I didn't know how to beat this guy, but I will see him again on the seventeenth. I will see him again. Um, he better watch his back because I don't lose like that often. And yeah, man, pretty shocked still by it. I got some scars. I got some bumps and bruises, but I will, uh, regain my composure and I will heal up this weekend. There's nothing coming up for the Chris Rose. I will be going deer hunting with my family this weekend. Kicking back, relaxing, and drinking a little bit of the bubbly. Drinking a little bit of bubbly. <laughs> drinking a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> appropriate time. Thank you, Chris. Uh, yeah, going to be a blast. Um, I'm looking forward to this weekend of uh, no wrestling, as a matter of fact. I uh, need a little break, but I'll be uh, back and uh, freshened up for uh, next weekend. I'll be at KZW in Williamsburg on Saturday and on Sunday in Lawrenceburg 
hopefully to find Frankie Swamp Tower there. Yeah. And uh get my revenge, so to speak. But yeah, this weekend's gonna be uh gonna be really fun, man. Uh what's your plans for this weekend? Well my plans is uh pretty much running podcasting network with uh Chris Carnage doing that and uh i may go check out some local wrestling i got word of that's going to be in orlando this weekend which i heard a promotion there's a talent out there that i may go out there and see and possibly maybe a guest on the everett lee show and an upcoming episode for an interview so i may just end up you know, checking that out right there, but talking about weekends and stuff and everything. You wrestled this past weekend while you were going after Frankie Swamp Tower, right? Yes. I was at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention hanging out with the Super Radio Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're they're part of the uh, podcasting network. They host the event. They've been doing it for the last seven years. They're the media official media host for the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention, which runs twice a year. It runs in April or May and in November. And I went out there this year to support the guys, and uh, I sat in a hot seat because last two last year for the last two shows they had last year, I was not able to sit in a hot seat. Because last year I had my wife and my daughter. My daughter threw a fit, and I wasn't able to jump in the hot seat, but got to talk to the guys there. And then all of a sudden, um, this year, I went out by myself and (laughs) got to sit in the hot seat and answer some questions. Good questions, guys, for this year. I got to give my hats off to Super Raider Brothers. Rich, Mark, and Ben, you guys know how to do it. And... They had a lot of guests and vendors there, Chris. They had a lot of vendors and guests there, especially I talked to three guests that was there. I talked to Gang Grill. He was there. I got to talk with him, meet with him. Awesome guy, man. Got an autograph picture. He signed it. Uh, right next to him was sitting Rocky Johnson, the Rock's father, man. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to him briefly. Got an autograph picture, and I asked him, how how was it that when, what was it like for you and Tony Atlas to win the World Tag Team Championships? He said, greatest feeling of my life. I said, awesome. And I got to talk to Gangrel. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I got to uh, talk to Gangrel. I asked him, I said, how the hell did you not get burnt? coming up through the stage there and stuff and he he said he, he stood in the middle he had edge and christian on the sides of him but never got burnt except in 2008 when they took the stage and they made it smaller for when ray mysterio jumped up that was the only time that he got yeah. burnt but other than that great guy he gave me a promotion for a fundraiser christmas uh event that gonna he's gonna be doing down near Miami, and uh, I'd love to go to that. It's on December 14th, but again, I met uh, John Crother. He is the writer for the comic books. You've seen the comic books based off of wrestlers and their stories? No, I don't read comic books, to be honest, buddy. 
Oh man, now uh, you, you're gonna you're gonna like these because they got a bunch of he him and the company. I can't. Um, I'm forgetting off the top of my head. They do comics and stories on wrestlers. That um, they got like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He got done doing one with uh, Jake Hagar and or Jake Hager and uh, just different ones. So I seen one that popped up right there that caught my eye. It was Sunny, the California girl. She was one of the original Glow wrestlers. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Her comic was there. Yeah. So I picked that up, and he signed it for me. And I, I talk on and off with Patricia Summerlin, who was Sunny the California Girl, and I snapped a picture of it and sent it to her, and she liked it. And that conversation, man, it led into this announcement right here on coming up right here on pull it up right here so we can see it Wednesday night yeah. November 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern 4 p.m. Pacific I'm going to have the original glow wrestler Sunny the California girl Patricia Summerlin right here on the Everett Lee show on Wednesday night one-on-one -on -one interview with her going to find out what she's been doing of lately and uh, what's projects and stuff she has on the horizon and a lot of good conversation we're going to have. We're definitely going to have. So I'm going to have her on the podcast there, and it's going to be great. It definitely is going to be great. And um, what, el what else What else you got going on, Chris, besides my, my fun weekend and you wrestling? Man, that's about it all i'm about to do on weekends is uh do the is wrestle that's all i do yeah that's all the chris rose is all that's all i do except this weekend right taking a break i got a uh, taking a break going on a trip um should be a blast um that's about all that's happened with uh me is uh wrestling about all i do it is. I I see it all over your Facebook, and I love it, man. I like and share the post, and uh, I I like I like watching your matches, man. Great matches, great matches, and I I don't know what else to say. I mean, you're great in the ring, man. I mean, you get that. I still love that uh, European uppercut you do. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> A lot of people love it, but my opponents. Do not. They don't. <laughs> uh, not wind out of them. It um it takes the soul, buddy. Um, they don't like it at all, and I don't really care to be quite honest. Um, but yeah, wrestling's going good. I I work really hard at it. All I do is watch film and try to get better. I'm in the gym two to three times a week. About uh, all the time I can really get into the gym. I try my best to get there when I can. Um, but I try my best to be the best I can be, steal the show every night. Um, I just, you know, I do my best uh, at what I do. Yep. That's all you can do. That's all you, that's all you can do. Quick uh, shout-out to Deathmatch Wrestling Podcast. He says, hello, what's up? And, uh, Speaking of podcast, I'm going to give a shout out. 
Each week, Chris, I want to do a shout out to different podcast shows and just different ones to have people to listen to. I want to give a shout out this week to a show that I was uh, given to take a listen to after a discussion on Facebook on one of the uh, promoting podcast pages that I'm on. I'm on a bunch of them, man. I'm going to have to cut that down because it's hard to... I, I usually don't get feedback, and I, I got a lot of feedback from this group this week, and we talked, and I talked with one of the people who have a show that's on the group on Facebook, and I want to give a shout-out to the Fabulous Heel Nerds, hosted by Nicholas Brown and Scott Thompson. Their description of our show is, Hey there, we are a series-based podcast all about the mystical thing we like to call professional wrestling. Yeah, another one. Their format's pretty good. I listened to a couple of their episodes. They did one of a series I'm going to listen to the rest to you about the history of hardcore wrestling dating back from 1908 all the way up to 1939 in that first segment. And then I went and listened to their take and review on 1996 Bash at the Beach, which would have to be one of the greatest pay-per-views with Hulk Hogan turning on the fans. But I didn't finish the rest of it, but I'm going to go back and listen to it. But it's a good podcast, and I suggest every everyone to, if you want to hear a podcast, wrestling podcast based on different pay-per-views and different takes and stuff, go ahead and check them out. The Fabulous Heel Nerds, hosted by Nicholas Brown and Scott Thompson. Their podcast is available on acre.fm slash the Fabulous Heel Nerds. So check them out. And... Speaking of wrestling, let's get into some wrestling, man. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw right here on the Slammin' Thursday edition of the Everett Lee Show with Everett Lee and the Chris Rose. All right. First off, I just want to say about Monday Night Raw, Chris, is the fact that you watched SmackDown this past, last Friday, right? Um, honestly, uh, not a lot. Um, the gist of it was basically, you know, Saudi Arabia, that show, a lot of the, uh, wrestlers like Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin, uh, the revival, the new day was advertised. Yeah. And there was some flight issues in Saudi Arabia. As far as we know, that's what happened. Yeah. And, that built that uh, opened an opportunity for Triple H to bring NXT to uh, SmackDown to build the Survivor Series pay per view. Right, and um, SmackDown got quite a rating on Friday. It was their highest since their debut on Fox. Yes, um, the Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan match is one of the best matches of the year, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Baszler attacking uh, Bailey was uh, quite impressive. Um, you know, I saw bits and pieces of SmackDown. Um, it looked to be a pretty good episode. I watched what I could of it because um, we don't really cover it on the show. So I really, you know, I tried to watch it, but, you know, it was just one yeah. of those things. And I, I just didn't. 
Mm-hmm. I saw the Ryan and uh, Adam Cole match. It was really good. I also saw the uh, Sami Zayn getting attacked by uh, Riddle and Lee. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good uh, SmackDown. Um, Adam Cole is money, in my opinion. I think he's going to be a big star one day, bigger than he already is. Triple mm-hmm. um, H knows it. Vince McMahon knows it. They all know it. That's why he was featured on all three brands. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole's got the factor that a lot of uh, guys in the business do not have. And he's got it. Mm-hmm. Um, he does. He does. I agree with you right there. I definitely. And I liked it. I like. I love the match. Um, it was. It was great. Mm-hmm. What do you think of? Uh, I liked it. Down. I liked it. I liked the invasion uh, invasion angle and what what they did and what limited people they had on the roster because of the Saudi Arabia thing and. We still hear reports about you know this and that and everything, and I, I enjoyed it. Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, I thought it was a great match. I was like, oh damn, man, oh shit. When Shayna Baszler attacked Bailey, I was like, oh yeah, okay. So NXT is invading SmackDown. Okay, this is great. This is great. Monday Night Raw, I was like, okay, what's going to happen on Monday Night Raw now? Is SmackDown going to show up on Raw or because it basically Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT? So. Monday night, I guess they tried to recapture that, and it was a little bit more too predictable, and it kind of fell short, though. But Brock Lesnar going after Rey Mysterio, he quit SmackDown. He is, I guess, basically Lesnar's going to be on Raw now because Bray Wyatt has Universal Championship, and that's going to be on SmackDown because The Fiend is part of SmackDown. But... Rey Mysterio beating down Brock Lesnar. <laughs> what do you think of that, man? Yeah, I mean, you know, at the beginning, Lesnar and Heyman came out. They, uh, you know, they talked, you know, Lesnar going to Raw, and I was like, well, um, you know, the Fiend has the Universal Championship, as you said, on SmackDown. And, um, there's a picture floating around. Um, I forgot where it was, but. It showed the Fiend's Universal Championship, which is not red. Yes. It looks pretty badass. Uh, I would go look that up if you've not seen it yet. That's a rumored uh, championship um, title for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope Heyman cut a pretty good promo with Brock at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam received the F5 to the table from Brock Lesnar. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's just crazy. Um, you know, Dio Madden has lost the size of Rey Mysterio. Dio Madden couldn't beat him up, but Rey Mysterio could. It was kind of, kind of weird. Yeah. But um, you know, Rey Mysterio was once known as the Giant Killer. Yeah. He is. Uh, I think Brock has better matches with. Uh, Guys smaller than him. Yeah. But Daniel Bryan. Yeah. AJ he, Styles. He does. Daniel, I think uh, and uh, Remstrio will have a great match at Survivor Series, in my opinion. 
have a lot of respect for Mysterio. He's been in the business for a long time. Yeah. Um, but one uh, downfall I had from the segment is why didn't he attack him with a chair again? <sighs> Fucking lead pipe. <laughs> I know lead lead pipe man that that was crazy. I mean he beat he beat him down man. He beat he beat Lesnar down and I mean he he hightailed it out of there. I mean it just it it was great. It was great. Um but yeah, in the promo Ray cut backstage straight to the point, he's like I'm coming after you and I'll see you at Survivor Series. <laughs> and that's that was great. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, old school laying down the channel. Oh, you came after my family. You came after, uh, you know, you, you came after his son Dominic. And, you know, father mm-hmm. taking up for his son. You know, simple, simple shit. Yeah, laid down the challenge, and it's, it's gonna happen at Survivor Series. So it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be good. It's going to be good. It, it definitely is going to be good. And then Seth Rollins cutting that promo. And uh, Triple H saying, you with me or you against me? And you didn't know. It's almost like in the old Vasion angle. You don't know if Seth is going to switch sides and help NXT. Because look at, look at the history with Seth Rollins Triple H, man. Look at, look at the history. They teamed together. They fought together. Seth Rollins was the first NXT champion. So that's going to play a factor into what's going to be happening at Survivor Series with NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. Did you uh, did you get anything, feel anything from that right there? Yeah, you know, Rollins talks, you know, the past year trying to slay the beast and you know, taking up a thing, and then Rollins looks confused, and he doesn't know what to do anymore. And then out comes Triple H. Um, you know, the whole promo, I thought that Rollins is teasing a heel turn. Yeah. Teasing the old Rollins. Yeah. But um, Triple H out. Triple H is very good on the mic, always has been. Um, I don't like how... Tri- and, you know, Triple H said that uh, Rollins made the shield. This is not true. That's not true at all. It was originally yeah. CM Punk's idea. Yeah. And they just took it from Punk. They, they can't say that on TV. Yeah, but, they um, can't. They, they, they can't. Yeah, I agree with you there. I get where they're going with it. Um, then, you know, it looked like Rollins was getting ready to say something, but then Adam Cole comes out. You know, and then the OC comes out, and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that was that was crazy. Yeah. And then but, later on, tonight, Rollins challenges Adam Cole to the in the main event, and uh, for the NXT you, Championship, and you know, what'd you think of that? that? Yeah, man. Um, I thought the whole Rollins segment with everything was great. Um, Rollins and Adam Cole had a pretty good main event match. Um, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it 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 was good. It was good. But I I expected I 
you know, just how how the show ended. I mean, you get the NXT guys coming out and stuff. I mean, you knew they were there, but how, in what shape or form would they be there? And then you, what I liked was the how the promo was shot and done when Shayna Baszler got got in there and sat down and right in front of Becky Lynch and she cut. Shayna, Shayna's she she cut a damn good promo, man. She cut a damn good promo. Becky, she cut one back, and that right there made me say, "Yeah, I want to see all three of these." You know, during Survivor Series, you know, Becky versus Shayna versus Bailey. But I feel that during that match, Bailey's going to take the pinfall because you don't want Shayna to lose. You don't want Becky to lose. So, Bailey, you're out, man. <laughs> you are out. <laughs> so, but what do you how'd you feel about that promo Shayna and Becky? How how'd you feel about that? I yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I think these two women can uh, do uh, good things in the near future together mm-hmm. on the same brand. Yeah, probably uh, sitting in here. Well done. I liked it. Yeah, it was it was done. It was done really well. It was. I I have to say, yeah, that that pretty much was done really well. But with the, with the invasion, they they almost tried to capture what they did on SmackDown, which felt to me fell short. So out of this week on what I'd give Raw with what was going on. Uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed the Mysterio beat down with Lesnar, Seth Rollins wild card and Shayna Baszler promo and the main event with Rollins and Adam Cole. I'd give this I'd give it a uh, five out of ten this week. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that you know. Buddy Murphy actually had a one clean. I'd say they listened to him because last week I was really mad about the match he had with our truth Yeah. And, you know, they let Buddy and Alexander put on an awesome back-and-forth match. Murphy wins. Hopefully they do something with that guy in the near future. He is, uh, he's money, and he can do something for the company. Um, Rusev and uh, Lana's deal. Uh, did you notice the Team Flair and Team Hogan thing still going on? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I noticed that, man. But uh, we'll see what happens in the near future with that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, all is not the the best. Um, the Viking Raiders in another freaking squash match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am excited for the Survivor Series match with the Undisputed Era, the Viking Raiders, and the Revival. That should be a great match. Yeah, that should. Uh, Raw versus NXT. Uh, that should be great. Mm-hmm. But overall, Raw, I'd say about 6 out of 10 because of the main event. I really like the main event. Yeah, um, main event was great. Those guys could main event a WrestleMania yeah. Adam Cole and Seth Rollins. They could. I'd say we'll see that in the In the future, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, they 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 proved an undisputed error 
they're a dominant faction. And how'd you like that video I sent to you uh, Wednesday night there, right before NXT began with, uh, with Undisputed Era going live and uh, it turning out not what you thought it was? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was pure chaos. Um, you know, Undisputed Era is going to be something special there. The best group that the uh, WWE has, mm -hmm. to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. On down the road, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. They they pretty much the beginning of NXT man. They they got their butts kicked. The OC showed up because I was wanting to see now what's going to happen on Wednesday night. Is Raw and SmackDown both going to show up, or what's going to happen? You had the OC f from Raw showing up. I understood where they're going with this, though, but I expected more out of this invasion because you only had Raw show up. Where the hell was SmackDown? Where the hell was SmackDown at? Because uh, you know they weren't over in Saudi because they were back in the States. <laughs> they were back here. So... Therefore, yeah, NXT was a little, little bland for me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that, you know, he opened up, you know, doing the corny. They're taking over the show, you know, and then out comes uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, and Riddle laying down the challenge, and of course, you know, everybody knew. It. It was gonna be a six man tag. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a it was a pretty good. I mean, promo, I guess. But I mean, um, I would love to see the undisputed air and the OC go back and forth, except those three. But, uh huh. You know. Yeah. But, well, they were they were pretty much. Know? laid out <laughs> they couldn't compete and the speed of error was out until the main event toward toward till towards the ending of the main event which i thought was great how that how that happened yeah the main event was really fun mm -hmm. um pete dunn and damian priest yeah man very short. surprising that it was so short because they had just brought in damian priest Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. As as yeah. I mean, he, he ain't been there. He has a while. And, right. uh, and it was very, very, very short. It was. It was short. That's all right. Pete Dunn is a really good uh, talent as well. Yeah. Um, held the uh, UK championship for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see a. Uh, Pete Dunn on Raw or SmackDown in the near future as well. Yeah. Um, or in a, he's becoming its own brand. It's not even a developmental brand anymore. No, it's um, not. Like Tommaso Ciampa said, everybody was wondering when I'm going to be going to the main roster. And he said, he said to the OC, you're looking at the main roster. And I thought that was clever. <laughs> um, it was. Tommaso Another guy, his money as well. He, he's a tremendous talent. Oh yeah, he 
He definitely is. And tell me, you cannot tell me Keith Lee is not over with that crowd right there, man. And Matt Riddle. Yeah, Keith Lee, though, how he looks sometimes, it looks like he's been smoking a little weed with <laughs> Matt Riddle. <laughs> he, he he's basking in the bro broness of glory, you know, glory. <laughs> At least he ain't, you know, uh drinking a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> yeah. Though, a real note, Keith Lee for that guy size, for his size and to be as athletic as he is. It's insane. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it is. Fans love Keith Lee. Um, you know, I like Keith Lee. I'm a big fan. I, him and Dominic Dijakovic had some great matches yeah. on NXT. Looking forward to see what he does in the near future. In yeah. my opinion, I think they should make Keith Lee and Matt Riddle a tag team. It looks like um, they're going to. It looks like they're doing that. I think the the fans really like their chemistry together. Yeah, when they teamed up. Yeah, they uh, they I do. Think, I think they're going to keep forward with that. Yeah, they. I I believe so. They they're gonna they're gonna keep them together because they're such they're such a great tag team. They definitely are. They definitely are. Had a couple women's matches. I know we were talking last week about how the. Women's division is pretty strong in NXT compared to AEW. And then this week you saw uh, Tanera going up against on her NXT television debut on USA, Santana Garrett. Santana Garrett, she's wrestled twice a couple times on NXT when it was just on the network. And I've seen both those matches. I've even seen her wrestle live, and I briefly met with her. Great in-ring talent. And... I was surprised that she took the loss against Tanera because she's been on a losing streak. And this was her first win over Santana Garrett, who now officially signed with NXT after all this time. They've used her plenty of times. She was even a May Young Classic at one point. One of the May Young Classics. I think it was the, the first year, second year. She was in that. But Santana's pretty good in ring talent. It was. You know, pretty good match. I didn't expect, you know, you know, Tanera to win, but she did. Yeah, you, you know, you can tell that Garrett is the veteran of mm -hmm. the two, and I've all, I've uh, followed Garrett, Santana Garrett on Instagram for a long time, and uh, you know, I believe it was a couple of years ago. I I uh, commented and was like, you should be in the WWE. And she uh, wrote back, she was like, why don't you uh, tell them? <laughs> and, you know, has that WWE look, you yeah. know, in a woman, she has the entering talent. Um, I think they push her, you know, a lot harder than they have been. Yeah. An era, you know, has potential, but kind of sloppy in the ring. Yeah, I um, noticed. But Garrett, that. Garrett's got you know that that factor, the it factor, and the um, experience. So uh, you know, match was what it was. 
hopefully they uh, do a lot better with Sam Hennigar in the near future. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. It's going to take some time to build it, but eventually they will give her that push that she needs, and uh, she will go places. She definitely will. Shayna Baszler versus Dakota Kai, which ended up setting up the women's war game match coming up the night before Survivor Series in about three weeks. And the teams look pretty damn strong. What do you think about that there? Why isn't Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir on the team with Shayna Baszler? That's what I'm wondering, too. Why? Are, are they... Are they not ready yet? Are they not ready? I think they're ready. They've been in NXT for quite some time with her. Um, uh, you yeah. know, I just don't know uh, how they're doing this right now. I don't. I don't um, that get was it. Kind of. But overall, though, I mean, you got um, Sam Baszler, uh, Io Shirai, and. Bianca Belair. Yeah. And then the opponent for her. And then you got Mia Yim, who, um, skipping ahead, she came out after the uh, Baszler and Dakota Kai match. Yeah, she, she, did, match, she did. The match Baszler and Dakota Kai had was honestly not that exciting for me. No, same here. Um, same here. It, not into it. Nope. I mean, well, not I really. Was their, their best match? I don't. I didn't think so. I just was not into it. Um. But yeah, at the end, Medium came out with the kendo stick, beating down all the uh, heels, mm-hmm. and she is indeed the uh, the fourth woman for Team uh, Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Medium, uh, Johnny Gargano's woman. Uh, what's her name? Candice Del Rey. <laughs> Candice Del Rey. Yes, Candice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it should be a good War Games match. Yeah, it should be. I mean, a lot of talent there. The NXT's women's division is better than Raw and SmackDown's right yeah. now. Yeah, it is. Um, it. It definitely is. It it shows. It it definitely shows right there. But I thought it was a little bit surprising right there to have two women's match. They usually have a women's match, and then the rest you got tag team and singles matches. But I was surprised about that for for this episode there. And um, going back to the main event, the undisputed error ended up showing up, and. They, they clean house. The match ended basically no contest. Um, Undisputed Error getting back at the OC for jumping a bit at the beginning of the program. And then Finn Balor comes out. And it's you're wondering if he was with OC or Undisputed. It just it didn't make sense to me where he stood at during this. Yeah, they're teasing uh, something with uh, Ben Balor. Yeah. I don't know what it is again. I mean, they're doing a good job of doing that with uh, Ben Balor. Is he going to join 
the OC? Is he going to join the Undisputed Era? Is he going to just be by himself? I think my prediction, um, I don't know who's going to join, but I'd say it will be at War Games. Yeah. Um, I think that will be the final decision. Mm-hmm. And what them back to. Yeah. That, that, that would be it. I agree. We'll find out at War Games. One one thing I was again disappointed about was no SmackDown. You you only had the OC invading Raw. Okay, you you had no SmackDown. Nowhere to be showing up to invade NXT for what they did that night. I expected something from SmackDown. Nothing. I got nothing. I got the OC. I would give. I'd give AW or not AW NXT this past week on one to ten. I'd give it, I'd give it a four because I'm disappointed for the fact I didn't get SmackDown to invade. I didn't expect I expected more Raw people to show up. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. OC's here. All right, who's gonna be here from Raw? That's it. So that's I'm going with that for this week. Yeah. I'd say about about six out of ten for uh, NXT. And it wasn't the best. It just wasn't. No. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. But AEW was on fire, man. That was that was one hell of a way to get you to watch the pay-per-view on Saturday. Would you not say how that show st- went from start to finish? Full gear, basically. It was just like the pay-per-view coming up on this Saturday for AEW. Full gear. I mean, Pac versus Trent, that, that was pretty good right there. That was pretty good. It was, it was a good match, but I mean... Went very long, and the yeah. finish sucked. He kicked out of the black arrow, but it looked like the referee fucked up. Yeah, um, <laughs> botch. Should have just, just finished him with the black arrow. It diminished his finisher with uh, Trent kicking out, but it was a good match. Mm-hmm. Back after the match, on my own hangman, uh, building to their match at full gear. Yeah, this Saturday. Um, there was a lot of good though in the match, but it did go way too long. Yeah, Pac is, are in my opinion, his suplexes, his intensity, his athleticism, his his insane. And I don't know how WWE missed the boat with him. It, it's just beyond, it, it's beyond me right now. <laughs> yeah, but Pac uh, is a superstar in AEW. Looking forward to Hangman versus Pop this weekend. Yeah, I am too. And that that promo Cody cut, that was a really good promo and announcement. So if you don't beat Jericho, he's not going to go after the AEW championship. He's not going to go after it. Um, he, he basically, I mean, what do you, what do you think there? Do you, do you think he is going to get it, or it's going to stay on Jericho at this point because with that promo there? I mean, uh, we're going to make our predictions later on in the show, 
Yeah. I need some time to think about that because I yeah. mean I can't really predict it. I mean Cody did one of the best promos I've ever seen him do. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday night. Yeah. Talking about you know his dad, talking about his family, talks uh, history in the wrestling business, being proud of AEW. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you felt it. You felt that promo. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Very um, I loved it. You know, bringing up what Jericho said about him as well. Man, it was um, it was something else. It was one of the best promos I've seen in a very long time. That was my favorite moment Wednesday night of the the show was Cody's promo. Yeah, yeah that 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 was a really good promo. I I loved it. Uh, he went straight to the point, and he's like. I'm going to get that championship. If not, I ain't going after it again. And everything he said in the promo, it, it, the crowd was behind him on that. They definitely were behind him on that. Private Party went up against Dark Order. And it looks like they're going to be the third tag team in the match that's going to be happening on Saturday night for... AW Full Gear. Great great match. Private party. I mean, this guy's just fantastic. Yeah. The um uh gin and juice. Um <laughs> RKO Herculana. Yeah. Combo. They're finished one of the best tag team finishers, you know, out right now. You know Mark Quinn from the private party is gonna be a stud. Mm-hmm. If he ever goes off by himself, man, he he does the craziest stuff in that ring. He does. I really love it. He does. I fucking hate the Dark Order. <laughs> I, hate. I, I I don't care too much for him either, man. I I don't care. I the guy in the mask. I guess he must have listened to Jim Cornette because he he's wearing a full body suit now, so or almost a full body suit. Because I guess uh, he listened to Cornette what Cornette had to say about him. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but from the day that double or nothing, it was garbage. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm Sorry, right there man. with you. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, you know, AEW may have something and try to reinvent them in the near future. But mm-hmm. as far as I know, I think talent just have direction, but they get to basically do, you know, what they do, you know, what they want to do, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I hear shit. <laughs> you know, I just don't like the Dark Order. That's one of the fucking things I hate about AEW is that tag team. Just, yeah. I'm right there with you. The tag you. team match was good. I mean, it was a good tag team match. Yeah, it was. Um, but come on. One of the best tag teams in the private party right now. Yeah, they're they the hottest. Connection. Um, a lot of people compare them to uh, a tag team on Monday Night Raw. Um, Street Profits? Yeah, no yeah. comparison. No. There. Uh, I think Private Party is way better than them. Yeah. Um, man, we'll have to. 
I can't wait for this match this weekend. Lucha Brothers, SCU, private party. Yeah. Another triple threat tag team match that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Really looking forward to Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. A lot of athletes. A yeah. lot of athleticism, a lot of intensity. It's going to be a great show. Yeah. I'm ready for that one. It is, it is, and we'll be we'll be talking about that later on here after uh, after our guest uh, later when uh, at the top of the hour when uh, he calls in uh, wrestling manager Damian Saint will be calling in at the top of the hour here on the Slammin' Thursday edition of the Everett Lee Show. So let's uh, look at uh, the main event. For AW, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page against Jericho and Sammy Gr- uh, Gravar- Guevara. If I'm saying that right, yeah, it was. What did you think of uh, Chris Jericho's video package? Nice, <laughs> that was a nice video package from Jericho. Man, I I loved it. I I I loved it. Uh, I loved the uh, how it was put together and. Uh, he he basically said, hey, I'm going to beat the shit out of Cody this Saturday, and I'm going to keep my championship and drinking a little bit of uh, bubbly. That's basically what he said. <laughs> drinking a little bit of uh, bubbly. <laughs> so. uh, Vir- they had Virgil on there. <laughs> and Virgil. Jericho, uh, aunt's friend from church. Man, that was just some funny shit. Yeah. That was a that was one of the best video packages I've seen in a while. Yeah, not because because Jerry, but I mean it was just well put together. Right. Um. The uh, Olive Garden rib Virgil did <laughs> because uh, Jericho's talents like the Olive Garden breadsticks. It's 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 a rib off a podcast that Conrad and Bruce do. It was funny. I got it. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, I really liked a. It was really, it was really good. It was, it was. Yeah, it 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 definitely Sam, was great. Sammy Guevara's entrance reminded me of Tyler Breeze. Yeah, me too. That's that's what I got from it. Is like, is he trying to be like Tyler Breeze with that with that. Uh, with that entrance there, because yeah, yeah, he's trying to be like Finn back last week, and now he's trying to be like Tyler Breeze this week. I don't know what's going on. I don't know either, man. I I don't know. Stick to an entrance and uh, just stick with an entrance, dude. That's all I can say about that. Jericho and Sammy, man, that with Kenny and uh, Hangman, that 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 action went back and forth there in the match. There's some good good spots there. And I love love seeing ha- uh, Hangman back in the ring there, not seeing him after a while, and all chaos, man, yeah. broke loose there at at the end after Jericho got the pinfall, thanks to thanks to uh, Jake Hager, he he basically helped Jericho secure that win. That's why he's his equalizer, and uh, he did take the take the pinfall there. I mean, he cut. He, Cover the pinfall, and uh, he won it. And oh. all chaos broke loose. You had freaking Cody coming out there, 
And then you had John Moxley coming out of the crowd with a freaking barbed wire bat. And then you saw two, three, you saw everything that was going to go on and at full gear this weekend happen right there. I mean, they brawled and brawled, and the crowd loved it. I thought this brawl was a better closing brawl than what Monday Night Raw did. Yeah, yeah, by far. Yeah. I mean, from the match, Jericho in the match, that that middle rope drop kick he does never gets old. I thought that was spot on. Yeah. Um, Kenny Omega, Bell to Bell, is one of the best in the business. It shows. Um, Sammy Guevara has a great future. Um, he does, man. Sammy Guevara, is a, if he sticks with the guys he's with right now, he will. Um, really good main event. Pac, low blowing page to set up for the Judas effect at the end. I thought that was good. Everybody got all their angles all in one segment right there, and they did it really well done. You know, when you thought the show was going to end, something else happened. When you thought the show was going to end right there, something else happened. It was just pure chaos. They put it together very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they, they definitely did. They, yeah. they, it ended really well. I give uh, AEW an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten for this week. Okay, well, that, I I definitely yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give AEW this week. I'm gonna have to give it a yeah, definitely I'm gonna have to give it a eight myself because of all the excitement and stuff. It got me hyped up and ready for this Saturday. It it did. I'm ready to go and ready to, you know, check this out this Saturday, and just this pay per view is going to be great. It definitely is going to be great to watch, and we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking more about AW Full Gear later on in the program after we have our guest, wrestling manager Damian Saint, will be calling in. And uh, before we get to hit Mr. Saint calling us, I want to mention that um, you can check out more podcasts on Podcast City Network's website, podcastcity.net. You can hit them up on Facebook, Podcast City Network, and on Twitter at Podcast City Net. Subscribe to Podcast City Network YouTube channel, Podcast City Network, for video podcasts such as the Everett Lee Show. The Chris Carnage Show and Final Score with Chris and Craig. And subscribe and follow them on Twitch, twitch.tv slash podcast city network. And you, you can follow every Lee show right there at the top of your screen there. On Podbeam, iTunes, and Stitcher. And of course on social media, Facebook, Everett Lee Show, and on Twitter at the Everett Lower Score Lee, Instagram Everett Lee Show, and audio portions of this podcast, a previous release podcast on YouTube, the Everett Lee Show. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, let's see if we get Damian Sane on the phone. What do you say? I'm ready, man. I've never talked to him before, but uh, I'll get that opportunity tonight and see what this cat's all about. Yep, you definitely, you definitely will. You definitely will. So when we get back, we'll have 
Let's see if we get Damien on the phone and we'll talk to him. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get more into the Slamming Thursday edition of The Everett Lee Show right here on twitch.tv slash The Everett Lee. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. The following support and sponsor, Podcast City Network. City Limits Taproom, sports bar in the land Florida, has brew on tap, serve food, the grilled cheese is excellent. For upcoming events check out City Limits Taproom on Facebook.com slash City Limits Taproom, Morph Tea, a comfortable and lightweight 100% polyester t-shirt with illustrated morph characters that, when worn, will make the illustrations seem to come to life. For more of Tony Rodriguez's work, you can see his full line of apparel at teespring.com. Sports Sanity Customs have worked with organizations from custom embroidering polo shirts to jerseys for your kids' baseball team, they do it all. Armed with state-of-the-art equipment and an in-house design team, they are equipped to take on your next project. Visit their website to learn more, sportsanitycustoms.com. Visit Sports Sanity Customs on Facebook.com slash Sports Sanity Customs. Recount Design offers a wide range of graphic design products, video, photography and other forms of media. Everything from t-shirt designs to websites. Visit Facebook.com slash 3 Design for more. Demo Blast Studios, an explosion of imagination. Original artwork, podcasts, video, apparel and more. Visit DemoBlastStudios.com. Visit Demoblast Studios on Facebook.com slash Studios, the best family entertainment pro wrestling show in the state of Kentucky. Kentucky's own wrestling brings quality family event wrestling to a town near you. Kentucky's own wrestling offers a ladies division in wrestling and a training school. Kentucky's own wrestling is the current longest running southern promotion. Visit Facebook.com slash Somerset Kentucky's own wrestling. All supporters and sponsors are brought to you by Podcast City Network. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. For more of The Everett Lee Show on social media, follow and like The Everett Lee Show on Facebook, The Everett Lee Show. Twitter, at The Everett underscore Lee, Instagram, Everett Lee Show. Audio versions of this podcast and previously released podcast can be found on everettleeshow.podbean.com. Stitcher Radio, The Everett Lee Show, give a rating and comment. Apple Podcast. The Everett Lee Show, give a rating and comment. YouTube, The Everett Lee Show, subscribe to the channel. The Everett Lee Show, your shot of entertainment to the head. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets. PodcastCity.net Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at PodcastCityNet. Only on Podcast City Network. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for your Slamming Thursday edition of the Everett Lee Show with Everett Lee and the Chris Rose. Right now, I have on the line, he's been on the Everett Lee Show plenty of times before, and he's back again. 
I decided to bring him back on because I love talking with my guest, wrestling manager Damian Saint. How you doing tonight, Damian? Well, considering it's nine o'clock and I got to work in the morning, I'm actually wide awake for once. <laughs> wow! Do you have any idea how hard it is right now? Like I've done four cups of coffee today, just because after work I came home, had to clean the house. The in-laws were coming over. Wanted to work on some more merch, some more online branding, and I want to make sure I was wide awake for tonight. I don't think I'm going to sleep tonight. <laughs> well, it, it's all that talent that you've been, you, you manage and stuff, man. <laughs> I know, it never stops. <laughs> you, you, you I, I don't know how much, to, I don't know who, who manages more talent. You or Jimmy Hart? <laughs> um,. You know, I really don't know anymore. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to say me, just because I still manage people on a weekly basis. Right. So I think I might have Jimmy beat, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to swear to it, because if I put it on the record, he might beat me with that megaphone. <laughs> what do you think about that, Chris? <laughs> Yeah, I think you need to stay away from Jimmy and just uh, do your thing, Damien. You don't want to feel the wrath of that megaphone, buddy. What? Damien, I have uh, come across your Facebook. I checked you out, sir. And I'm D. Chris Rose, by the way. And it's good talking to you. Uh, I did see where you did recently meet Barry Wyndham, J.J. Dillon, and Anderson. How was that? Oh, Chris, I, I got to tell you. That was a dream come true. I never thought I would ever get to meet any members of the Four Horsemen. Nonetheless, Barry Windham and J.J. Dillon. And the amazing thing is, Arn Anderson showed up that night as well for a meet and greet. So I got to meet three of the members of the Four Horsemen. And there is such a wealth of knowledge that is almost uncomparable to anything else I've learned. Like, I've learned from some amazing people. I got to learn from Justin King, from Earl Hebner, Jerry Lynn, Ricky Reyes, Adam Page, or Adam Rose, Al Snow, so many amazing people. But just to be able to stand there and learn from people like Arn Anderson, Barry Windham, and the J.J. Dillon, it, it was just the emotion in that moment is just unsurmountable of what it felt like. I, I really don't have better words to put it into. Wow. That, that was amazing. I seen, yeah, I seen the Facebook uh, post, just like Chris said, I, I seen that. And I was like, are you kidding me? Barry Windham, JJ Dillon, Arn Anderson. Wow. I was like, how yeah. just, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. You picked a brains, right? Oh, absolutely. I picked their brains the best I could. <laughs> I would, man. I, I definitely would. I definitely would pick. I mean, they're legends. They are definitely legends right there. I mean, you, you're you're missing Tolly and uh, Rick, and you would have had the whole package there. But having those three right there, I mean, damn. That that was that was amazing. That definitely was amazing. No, it definitely was. I think my favorite part in general oh, is the fact that I'm always trying to go to seminars. I'm always trying to learn, but I never find seminars that 
have managers involved. I never find seminars that are being done by managers. So to have one and find one, thanks to SICW, with J.J. Dillon, of all people, no, I, that's something I had to jump on. Yeah. I mean, I, I would jump on that, definitely. I mean, <laughs> yeah, having us going to some more like that right there and having that right there, that's that's something I definitely would jump on. I definitely would. You mentioned you mentioned merchandise. I, I seen you got merchandise, man. Uh, what you you finally have some out? What what do you have out that's that that uh, people don't know about that you have? Tell us. So, thanks to uh, Teespring.com, I actually was able to start up an online store, and the amount of merchandise I've been able to create is absolutely amazing. Um, I have four different, let me just double check because I'm looking at the store online right now, but I think I have four, five different brands. Uh, yeah, I got five different brands of merchandise. So there's the classic saint, the saint in the dark, welcome to my world, the medieval saint, and what so far has been my favorite is what I call the Welcome to Hell Midwest Tour 2019, which has every promotion I've been a part of for 2019 with fans across Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, and Ohio. Nice. And with these, with these brands I've been able to do, I'm able to do um, iPhone covers, Samsung covers, laying shirts, tank tops, pillowcases, posters, um, coffee mugs, stickers, just everything you could really think of that's just great for merchandise that you never see anywhere. I got all that up on teespring.com slash stores slash Damien dash Saint. Nice, man. I'm going to have to check out, check out the merchandise. What do you say that? Say there, Chris, a lot of merchandise, huh? Mm, I'll check out your store, man. I'll, I'll like it. Some wrestling merchandise. Yeah, please do. Uh, I, I, I'll have to check you out, man. Yeah, no, definitely do. And the cool thing is, with the store just coming up, I've, I want to be good to people. So there is a promo code for 10% off if you type in D-S-I-M-C. D-S-I-M-C. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That that's you awesome. Love those promo codes. Yeah, you definitely do. Definitely love the promo codes, man. <laughs> definitely do. You manage a quite a bit of talent, Damien. Um, how do you keep track of them, man? You manage a lot. Um, Chris, I got to be honest. Some days it is have you, it is hard as hell to keep track of you, everyone. Uh, yeah. Any new talent as, as of late? Um, my latest acquisition of talent, I would have to say, has been uh, with World's Finest Wrestling is the Hoodfoot himself, Mo Atlas. Who, if you've mm. seen Mo, he's amazing the ring, amazing size, amazing person in general. And just what he can do in the mm. ring for being a little bit of a bigger guy is just phenomenal. I'm pulling him yeah, up right yeah, now. Yeah, I follow him. 
follow him on uh, Instagram. He's a yeah. He's a good talent, man. That, that's about an acquisition out there. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. He's he he's a big guy, man. He he is. Uh, I I'm a, I'm afraid for anyone who gets in the ring with him, man. That's. That's a good acquisition right there, just like Chris said. That's... It really is. And and for last month at World's Finest Wrestling, when we were there, when me and Mo officially joined forces together, he took out three people in one night. At the start of the show, he personally took out Shorty P, Tyler Klein, and we even opened or issued an open challenge for the main event. Zodiac himself and the bomb shoulder came out and Mo Atlas pinned him in center of the ring one, two, three. Damn. Now for the end of the month at November 30th for World's Finest Wrestling, again, me and Mo Atlas, we're going out there. Now we do have an actual match planned and that's against the one man himself, Bishop Frost. And that's going to be an amazing match. Looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. How about you, Chris? Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to uh, what you have coming up. I'll uh, try to follow you the best I can in the near future and get to know you a little better because I'm sure you'll be on the Everett Lee show again. Um, yeah, man. Big Mo Atlas. Really good performer. Uh, can't wait to see what you do, man. It's gonna be a blast. Yeah, it's definitely. Be fun. Definitely is. I'm checking out his Facebook page there, man. I'm checking out the videos. That's that is that is awesome. That is. Now, acquiring acquiring Mo. Is there anyone that you have your eye on that you would like to like to uh, acquire? Um. I mean, there is one other person at World's Fans Wrestling who I would love to join forces with, and that is Emerge Superstar Chris Caliber. I'm going to have to look, look him up, too. Chris Caliber? Yeah. Is that C or a K? With a K. K. Uh, it's K-R-I-S. And then caliber with a K. Okay. Definitely gonna have to check that out there. Wow. Okay. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Man, you get you got some good talent and you got your eyes on some great great talent there, man. You you definitely I mean you're you're in a lot lot of lot of promotions and stuff and it's it's great. It definitely yeah, yeah, I see, uh, How is it working for Rocket Pro Wrestling, Damien? Man, I love Rocket Pro Wrestling. Now of course I use my other gimmick of referee Bob Church. Um and with Rocket Pro Wrestling it's a promotion that is literally right down the road from me, maybe 20 minute drive. So I get to save on gas, which is amazing because I never get a chance to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's an amazing locker room. It's amazing promoters and owners. 
and we just come together and we're able to put on an amazing product for the Juliet area and Will County itself. And just, we haven't had a good wrestling promotion out in this area in a couple of years. So to be able to see a new promotion be built up and slowly rebuild the area of professional wrestling, I couldn't be happier. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'm a best player, I'm a best player myself, and uh, it's always good to save the gas money and have one in your hometown. Um, our promotion uh, that I work for, uh, KGW, will be coming to my hometown of Corbin in January, hopefully, and uh, hopefully I'll be saving a little gas money coming at the beginning of the year. <laughs> but yeah, man, wrestling in nice. your hometown is a uh, you know, that's your dream come true in the business to wrestle in front of your hometown if you when you love the business so much. So that's good to hear, man. For, oh, for you. I'm, good. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad for you. Yeah, that's thank you. That that's awesome, man. I mean, right right there in your hometown, twenty minutes away. I mean, it's just like you know, just you're you're going to work, and it's like right there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Before before we came back from break, and uh, when I got you on the line when you called in, you mentioned that uh, you watched some NXT and uh, Monday Night Raw and stuff. Um, what what do you what What's your take on uh, this week's NXT? What you watched with the with the current wrestling with like WWE and AEW and NXT? What's your take on the current product now? Well, for me, I got to watch a little bit of SmackDown last week, and I, I love how Survivor Series is coming up, and I love this whole NXT invasion. It reminds me of Nexus only on a bigger scale, which I love. And having that third brand be part of Survivor Series, it kind of reminds me back when you had like the ECW brand once WWE bought it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a far better product than what they did with ECW. And for me, I, I love the invasion angle. I love seeing these guys be able to go across all three brands and work these amazing angles. But... I think even with on Monday Night Raw, I love the segment of Triple H and Seth Rollins and them crossing paths again. And Hunter said it best himself. Every so time, Seth Rollins doesn't know what's next. Triple H is the next person always to walk out. He's always the next person who has something planned for Seth. And for me, I love the Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan match. I think I even love more the Seth Rollins and Adam Cole match. And I love how it ended. Uh, there was no clear winner, of course, because Undisputed Era attacked. Yeah. And it's that moment of like, okay, you realize Seth is going to stay with Raw because Triple H pulled the trigger. But even watching NXT, I'll tell you right now, I did not see it all of the OC showing up. I was expecting something to happen. I was kind of expecting, you know, some sort of attack on the NXT roster. Because, I mean, hell, after all, SmackDown gets attacked. Raw gets attacked. You know no one's going to take that line down. Yeah. But I never once ever in my life would ever picture the OC of all people on NXT. And performing in NXT, I just never saw that coming. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was a 
it was a beautiful swerve to me. And then to have the moment of Tomasco Chapa and AJ Styles, I mean, you can ask for a better square up. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what uh, that's what Chris mentioned mentioned earlier um, when we were talking about NXT. He, you you mentioned the, that line that uh, Tomaska said about you know he is the, this is the main the main roster. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. and clever. no, I love that confidence behind it because everyone looks at NXT as well as the developmental product and. You know, it's the super indie show, I guess some people could call it, but I don't know. To me, I feel like NXT is a better product. Now, I love what's been going on with Raw because I love Paul Hammond being part of creative. Yeah. Whenever Paul Hammond's involved with anything, it catches my attention. And I got to admit, for a while there, I was really bored with the WWE product of Raw and SmackDown. But since it seems like Paul Hammond's gotten more and more control over creative, it's been a little bit edgier. Of course, it's still PG. You still got to be kid friendly, especially for the sponsors and the big money. But I feel like Paul Heyman's helping making it a little bit edgier. And when I watched this past Monday Night Raw, like, of course, I watched on the Hulu. So I got the two hour version instead of the three hour version. Because I think three hours is too much wrestling for a weekly show. But yeah. that's just my opinion. But to watch it on Hulu for the two hours, I got to admit, I wasn't bored at all. I actually sat here at my computer working on merchandise, and I couldn't stop watching the show. I was captivated by everything. I, was, I, I loved every moment. I loved Shayna Baszler having that moment, moment with Becky Lynch. Yeah. I, I love, like I said before, the Triple H and Seth Rollins moment. And there's just so much about the show itself that I just really enjoy. I even enjoyed the Bobby Lashley Rusev moment and the Drew McIntyre versus Rusev match. I enjoyed that. I kind of, you know, you, after watching wrestling for so long, you can predict, oh, hey, Bobby Lashley's going to attack. But the match was so good, I forgot Lashley was even out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah, product. It's it's a pretty good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, it's you know I was I, the whole time the match is going on, I was just kind of waiting for Lashley to come down, and uh, yeah, it was kind of predictable. But um, Damien, I have a question for you. You're a wrestling man. I got an answer for you. Um, <laughs> it's kind of been making a comeback in WWE, NXT, you know AEW. Uh, in your opinion, do you think that the wrestling managers need to make a comeback in the bigger companies, have a, a more of a variety of them? Um, for me personally, I definitely think managers need to make a comeback. You're seeing it slowly a little bit more. I mean, you still have Lana, who's acting as a manager somewhat. Uh, Selena Vega, she acts as a manager, which is nice. Uh, Tony Blanchard on AEW, he's acting as Sean Spears' manager, which I absolutely love them put together. And I feel like it's slowly making a comeback. But, and again, this is my opinion. And even when I talked to JJ Dylan about this the other day, he even said, you know, being a manager is kind of one of the hardest jobs possible. 
and any sort of promotion itself. Because when you're looking at promotions, if money starts getting tight, they're not going to cut the wrestlers because you need the wrestlers to do the show. You can't cut the referees because you need the referees in order to take control of the matches. So the first person who usually starts getting cut is the managers. And that's really the hardest thing you can really look at. So when you start getting more managers in the product, once money gets tight, they kind of end up disappearing a little bit. and You don't see it as much. But no, to me, you, you need the comeback of the managers. You need to have the big guys, the dangerous guys, the ones who just can't talk well, and put them with a mouthpiece who can just get that crowd going. Let them be the voice. Let them get the heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. I, I like that. I like that. What do you What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I, I really miss the managers. Uh aspect in wrestling and it was a lot of fun with you know Bobby Heen and Jimmy Hart so many good managers in the past and um, I do miss that especially for wrestlers who can't particularly do promos well having a manager helps a lot um, what a, what events do you got coming up Damien that we can catch you at what, what kind of uh, you know shows do you got um, well, of course, this Saturday in Juliet, Illinois, I have uh, Rocket Pro Wrestling. Um, and then the following weekend, I'm going to be in Coloma, Michigan for a uh, new promotion as well called GLWA. The, uh, then two weeks after that, I'm going to be at World's Finest Wrestling with Mo Atlas. So that's kind of what my schedule is going on right now. It's mostly just Saturdays. I'm looking around for some Friday shows, but, you know, I'm also enjoying the time I can get with my family. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Family time's the best. Yeah, it's, yeah, enjoying enjoying time with your family. That's, that's yeah, I mean, when you're on the road and stuff and you're do, doing shows and stuff and doing, doing time, you know, spending time with your family. That's yeah. I, I, I'm definitely, I definitely agree. I mean, my, my two year old on the weekends on Sunday is me and her and then my wife and it's just all three of us. And we just, you know, do stuff together go someplace or just you know just spend some time together but yeah yeah definitely definitely but um yeah i mean between work during the day and then the wife she works a little bit later than i do so she gets home a little bit later so we don't get a lot of time spend together at night and then i'm gone on the weekends for the shows mm-hmm. so i mean when i get the time i try to spend as much time as i can with her but i just don't understand why the woman's not sick of me I don't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm there, Damien. My girlfriend has to travel with me all the time to shows, and she complains about it. And when I tell her that you can just stay at home, she's like, "Why do you want me to stay at home?" It's very confusing. It's a, you know, it's what she signed <laughs> up for those. So, you know, me and Damien are, you know, we're on the road a lot, so these women are gonna have to just, uh, you know. Truck right along, man. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's what the, you know, it's just how it is. 
Absolutely. But, uh, but I have to say, though, my woman has made me a better man, a better wrestler, and I couldn't ask for a better woman. So, uh, well, that's good to hear. Pot, she's a she's a trooper. She's a trooper. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we we gotta like, have like a military trooper or like a stormtrooper. Because if she's a stormtrooper, dude, she she can't hit anything. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> what you thought you'd be completely but... serious this whole time? Come on, man! What are you on drugs? You are start sharing them. <laughs> I see why you're wrestling, Andrew. Well, now, um. Mr. Deathmatch Russell Podcast is burning up the chat here, Damien. He wants to give a shout-out to you, me, and the Chris Rose, especially you. He wants to give a shout-out. Oh, David. <laughs> oh, David. I know. He just mentioned David Russell get you get you get you on a roll, don't it? <laughs> it really does. I love David. I, I'm I'm telling you, he has an addiction that is almost sickening to Starbucks. I feel like I get a picture from him at least once a month, and it's not of him, it's not of New Jersey, it's not of anything beautiful. It's a freaking Starbucks cup. <laughs> <laughs> he says thank you. <laughs> LOL. You're not welcome. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh one la one last thing I want to mention. Since you since uh you were mentioning about um stormtroopers, um did you catch that final trailer of the uh Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker? Did you catch that final trailer they put out? Catch it? Of course I caught it, and I bought my tickets two minutes after they went on sale. <laughs> yeah, that that looks good. That looks good. Uh, what what's going to be happening with that movie right there? Um, I'm interested in seeing how they tie in Palpatine and the Death Star and just everything with what was set before into this one in the last in the last movie and stuff um so i'm excited about it and you are you definitely oh, yeah, are no i i i'm so excited i've always been a big star wars fan since i was a little kid and i didn't really know about star wars until they uh redid them in the 90s and i just fell in love with it and i, I was reading an article the other day and it was an interview with jj abrams about the star wars movies and he was talking about, he, of course, he won't leak anything out. I give him full credit. He keeps everything so well tin, well tight mm -hmm. to where nothing gets spoiled at all for the movies. But he was talking about how this is going to have an amazing closure to the whole Skywalker saga. And I cannot wait. I want to see how this ends. Because apparently this is officially going to be at the end of the Skywalker saga. So now he's like... <laughs> How does this whole thing end? How does 40 to 50 years of amazing movies finally come to closure? 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You you a fan of Star Wars, Chris? I'm not. I'm just listening to you guys talk. But, um, oh, God damn. Get the hell off the phone, Chris. How dare you not be a fan of Star Wars? <laughs> I thought we were going to be best friends. Fair. No. Oh, my God. And I've got a picture from Dave with him in a freaking Starbucks cup and his freaking mouth. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. That's, that's crazy. Of course, David had to send you one, man. And, well, that's what he says in the chat. And uh, <laughs> one... One last, um, <clears throat> excuse me. One last thing. He's got me choked up here. One last, one last thing I'm going to ask you is, uh, where where can people find you on social media at? I, I think the better question is where can you not find me? I'm just kind of just jumping everywhere. <laughs> but I mean, I do have Facebook. I have the Damien Saint page. I do have the Damien Saint profile. I have the Referee Bob Church page. Uh, you could also find me with my Twitter handle of the Damien Saint. You can find me my Instagram handle of the Damien Saint. You could find me on my online store of teespring.com slash stores slash Damien dash Saint. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can easily email me at saintdamien at yahoo.com. I'm not hard to find. All you really need to do is open up the window. You could probably hear me screaming from across the damn country. <laughs> Anything else you want to ask uh, Damien, Chris? Man, it was a pleasure talking to you. I love your uh, intensity and how you speak, and I'm sure you're a, a great manager, and I'll continue to follow you and uh, watch your stuff, man. But it was good to talk to you. I love your views on wrestling and uh you know, it's good to see managers back in the business again because for a while there, there wasn't a lot of them. But it's glad to see them back, man, and it was good It was good talking to you. Oh, and you too, my friend. I hope we get to do this again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Even though you're not a Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars aside, man, we'll talk about anything else, all right? <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> Damien... <laughs> it's always always a pleasure man Th thanks for coming on tonight and uh and talking with us and uh we'll um we'll follow you on social media and uh and see see what the the great damien saint puts out there and uh and everything and all the talent we'll keep an eye on the, the talent that you wa uh manage all right sounds good my friend all right take care man have a good night you too. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. That was Damien Saint. <laughs> How do you feel? How do you feel, uh, Chris? All I can say is, man, I like, I like the guy, and uh, you know, hopefully one day uh, the Chris Rose can, uh, you know, have him as my manager. But right now, you know, I'm perfectly fine by myself. But you know. Sounds like a good guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, he, uh, the product. <laughs> he's very well spoken. Uh, and I'm sorry to tell him, but I'm not a Star Wars fan. But I mean, overall, it was a good conversation, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I 
he was he was taken in all and I didn't know. I I thought you were I thought you were a, a Star Wars fan or you you watch Star Wars. I don't know. I but I am. <laughs> uh, back to the Comic Con thing. I don't, I don't think I've ever been to one ever. No, I haven't. I haven't yeah. Comic Con in my life, dude. You you should go just experience it once. You should do that. You you should go and experience it once, man. I mean, you definitely you definitely should. You definitely should. Um, but. This has been a fun night. This has definitely been a fun night. And uh, one one last piece of business we got tonight before uh, we ride off in the sunset is let's talk about AEW Full Gear. Let's go ahead and talk about that right there. That's coming up this Saturday, man. What do you think of the What do you think mm-hmm. of the card there? Looks pretty good, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of good matches. I'm actually pulling it up right now. Um, full gear, man. I'm gonna watch it uh, Sunday because, I, of course, I told you what I was doing this weekend. Um, and I'll be back in my cozy couch and my big TV uh, Sunday because where I'm going this weekend, there will not be any of that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking. Uh, like I said, the triple threat tag team match, SCU. Lucha Brothers, Private Party. That's up at the top. And usually a tag team match is not up at the top for me, but this one is. All three teams are legit. They're great. Um, man, there's a little bit of everything in that match. Yeah. Also, looking forward to, you know, the Lights Out match. Kenny Omega, John Moxley. Um I don't even. I can't even predict what's going to happen in that match. I'll predict the winner, because that's what we do here on the Everett Lee Show. Gosh, I don't know now how it's going to go. It's it, that, that, that's uh, intriguing to me, and uh, glad to see Moxley and Omega going at it. Yeah, and of course, AEW Championship, Chris Jericho and Cody. Uh, hopefully, you know, match of the night. Cody is, uh, you know. Had a lot of bad, you know. At first, you know, you know, Cody being the pre- vice president or president, is he the president? Yeah, he's he's the president. Cody is. Yeah, he's the uh, the manager of AEW. At first, when he got the title shot, everybody was just you know going to that, you know. But you know, he's part of the he started the company. He's the president, but. You know, Cody and Jericho built this match up better than any title match in wrestling, you know, to date. You know, not to date, but here in the past few years, this has been a very well-built um, angle between Jericho and Cody, and I'm looking forward to the match. Yeah, I, I, I am. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the, to the Cody Rhodes and. And the uh, Chris Jericho match because it, it's like um, is if he if he don't win he's he's not going to go after the championship. Now what what gets me here, Chris, is with him not getting the championship, then he's not going after it ever again, ever. 
and that that word there, never doing something forever, it gets me because you know what happens in the world world of wrestling. Someone who gets a title shot and they lose it is like, if you you know you don't beat me, you're never getting another shot again. And then a year or months down the road, what happens after people forget? A person gets a shot. I have a feeling that Cody may walk away with the championship. He may he may get it, and he may r- run with it. What do you think? I'm going with uh, my man, Chris Jericho. You're going with Jericho. I'm going with, Chris, I'm going with Jericho in this one. Um, you know, Cody getting the big one. Um, I think it'll happen. And despite what Cody says, um, I don't think it's going to go down this way. I think Jericho will win this match. Jericho will win, and he will drink a little bit of the bubbly afterwards with the inner circle. Drinking a little bit of the bubbly? It's going to be a good match. It is. I mean, it is. it's hard to predict, and that's what's so good about AEW. You know, I want Jericho to win, but in all honesty, it's hard to predict because WWE in this you know, past two to three years or so has been so predictable. You really know what's going to happen. But AEW, you know, being so brand new and everything, and this how they've done this angle has been very well put together, and it's hard to really predict it. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Jericho uh, on this Jericho. one. I think, uh, you know, him losing the championship right now uh, I don't know I think it's a little too soon mm-hmm. yeah he but I I agree I agree with you right there but I, I feel like more Cody may get that championship and have that run with it but <clears throat> excuse me he may heck he may even lose it I mean he may win it and not keep it that long and then lose it though but um they got. They're gonna have three judges there, as a tiebreaker if the match goes beyond sixty minutes, and uh, hopefully it don't. But who knows? But yeah, if Jericho keeps the belt, he's gonna hold it until someone you know comes comes after him. I mean, I like to see Hangman go go back and you know get you know try to get the title from Jericho. I I definitely like to see that. I definitely would. You mentioned the... Now, um, What's that? Sorry to cut you off there. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Speaking speaking of Chris Jericho, did you see where he uh, challenged Tanahashi for the uh, uh, New Japan Championship? Yeah. WGP Heavyweight. So that, that, I mean, there's, there's a lot of factors that come into play with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, main event was, um, but we'll continue with our prediction show here. Uh, I'm ready for that main event, man. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, it it It'll is going to be exciting. It it definitely is. Like you said, the tag team, the tag team championship match. I mean, the, the SU versus uh, 
versus Lucha Brothers versus Private Party. Three great teams right there. Um, who do you feel is going to walk away with that championship? I'm going to have to go with the uh, team that had just won the tag team championships, uh, SCU. SCU. I do like the Lucha Brothers. I like Private Party. I enunciate Private Party because I think they're my favorite tag team out of all three. But as far as, you know, uh, I don't see SCU losing it right when they got the uh, championships. I believe it will be one of the matches of the night. I think it will be one of the best ones. I'm going to have to go with SCU on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah, they they just won the tag team championships. They're not going to lose it. They're not going to lose it. They're going to keep it for a while, man. They're going to keep them for a while. They just won them last week, right? Yes. Yeah, they yeah, won. I don't, I, don't, I don't see them playing hot potato with the tag team championship. Yeah. Now nah, they're gonna keep them. I'm gonna have to go with them. It, yeah, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the match tonight right there. So many bodies flying in out of the ring and stuff, and uh, it, it's gonna be a great match. SCU is gonna keep those championship titles, and yeah, the lights out match: John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. How bloody do you think this match is gonna be between these two? How bloody? <laughs> You know, they've been teasing for weeks with the um, the broomstick um, barbed wire thing. And, you know, for a lot of fans that don't get that, Kenny Omega was the cleaner in New Japan. Yeah. So uh, I got it. I did too. I got it. I'm a big Kenny Omega fan. And then John Moxley, and they teased it again before the uh, Proud and Powerful is that what Santana, Santana and Ortiz came down Yeah, and uh, attacked them? They uh, was getting ready to go at it. They tried to do it um, a couple weeks ago, and then Pac interrupted them. Moxley and Omega has done a very good job of building up this uh, story. Uh, AEW is really good at building up any really story they have right now as far as the uh, men's aspect goes. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be, they're going to pull out, they're going to pull out all the stops uh, Saturday, Omega and Moxley. It'll be one of the best matches on the card, uh, no doubt. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of blood and guts, light tubes, thumbtacks, kendo sticks, chairs, tables, ladders, you name it. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll see the, the bar bar broom versus the bar bar bat. It's going to be great, man. I like both guys. John Moxley made a good name for himself, leaving WWE, uh, one of the you know hottest properties in AEW. And Kenny Omega, like I said earlier in the show, bell, bell to bell, one of the best in the business right now. Yeah. And I love the love the V trigger, one of my favorite uh, moves right now. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this match, no doubt, no doubt, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to see them pull out all the stops and just have a brawl. I mean, just a brawl. That's that's going to be great. Speaking speaking of uh, tag team, we got another tag team match. Young Bucks going up against Santana and or- or- Ortiz. 
They're going up against Stem, mm-hmm. and they're gonna, that's going to be a great tag team match right there. You know, the Bucks is going to be a super kick party. I don't have that sound effect on my soundboard because I'd be playing it right now. I, nope, I don't have it. Um, had to change it out with something else, though. But I may end up adding it since we've been talking about AEW. But um, I feel the uh, I feel like Santana and Ortiz are going to win this one here because I feel like the Bucks they're going to put on a great match and everything. But these guys are going to win dirty and they're going to walk away with the victory because they're going to do something to capitalize on an opening when that happens with the ref getting knocked out, ref not looking, because, you know, you can have one guy distract the ref while the other guy does something to the other opponent, and it's it's going to happen, and I feel they're going to they're gonna win this match in a dirty way, and this ain't going to be the end. It's going to continue this feud here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both teams are in line for, for a uh, tag team title match in the near future, and I believe the winner of this match will be in line for it as well. Uh, I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz as well. Uh, I believe uh, AEW has built them up really good, putting them with uh, Chris Jericho in a circle. Um, you know, they attacked... Uh, the Rock and Roll Express debut in the uh, Tag Team Championships. Yeah. So that tells you something, right? Santana and Ortiz is getting pushed to the moon in AEW. The Young Bucks have uh, been there because the Elite versus the Inner Circle, that's what they're building it as right now. Um, yeah. Santana and Ortiz will win this match. And... Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great match as well. Full gear is full of uh, surprises this week. Yeah, it is. It de- it definitely is. It's going to be some su- surprises. Then you got um, Hangman versus Pac, like you mentioned. That's that's going to be that's going to be a good one right there. Um, yeah, I feel that um, Pac he's on he's on a winning streak, and I feel that. It's going to continue. I, I, I love both of these guys in the ring. Great in-ring talent, both of them are. But I feel that Pac is going to continue that winning streak. I hate to say that. I like, I like Hangman to win this one, though. But I'll be surprised to shock if he wins it. And if he does, this will be Pac's first loss in AEW. Yeah, I see um, uh, Pac winning this as well. Um, like I said earlier, he's a superstar. He is uh, a bona fide superstar in AEW. Yes. Uh, one of the best bell-to-bell, like Kenny Omega, like Chris Jericho, like Cody, John Moxley. Pac is up there with those guys. Pac has been WWE been all over the world wrestling. Yes. Hawk and Hangman could steal the show this weekend as well. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what these guys do Saturday. I'm going with uh, Pac. But Hangman Page, man, he's a, he's a superstar as well. He's a superstar in AEW. He, uh, he and Jericho tore it down at All Out. 
that per- definitely put Adam Hangman Page on the map as a main event guy. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this match, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely looking to see to see what they do in this match. The bad boy Joey Vanilla, Gen- Joey Janella, um, <laughs> as uh, Cornette accidentally called him Jelly Janella, <laughs> Joey Janella versus Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Sean Spears on this one. I believe um, Spears deserves a little better than this match. But, you know, they're only they're trying to do so much with everybody right now. They're trying not to overdo talent like WWE does, putting people out there too much, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing with uh, Sean right now. And, uh, yeah, I hope... Sean Spears comes out on top in this one. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, Joey Janela, to be quite honest with you. But we'll see what happens uh, this weekend. Uh, Joey Janela does prove that he can do more than, um, you know, the matches he's used to, the uh, death matches. But yeah. Because Joey Janela and the Omega has put on some pretty good matches. But, uh, yeah, Sean Spears attacked Janela, threatening to rip his tongue out of his mouth. I thought that was really surprising on uh, AEW Dynamite when they showed that. Yeah. Um, yeah, AEW is really different than WWE right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brandon Cutler and uh, Sean Spears had the match. Um, on AEW, Janela made the save. They're setting up an angle between these two right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Sean Spears wins this one with the help of Tully. Of course. Of course. I agree with you right there. I agree with you right there. Sean Spears is going to win this one. Yeah, because of the help of Tully. It's, I'm right there with you. I agree right there. I believe Joey's going to take the loss. And uh, like you said, they're setting up that angle right there with Cutler. That's going to be interesting to see. The buy-in. What? I, I'm still trying to figure this out. The buy-in. You got Britt Baker going up against uh, B. Um, Pristili. Pristili. I think I'm saying that right. I don't know. But um, I don't know what this is going to lead to. Is going to lead to an AEW Women's Championship match? I think. Yeah, it's going to, um, a future AEW women's title match is okay. the future for these two. Okay. But, I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of uh, Britt Baker. I mean, she has a good look and everything. Yeah. But um, I'm not the biggest fan of hers. and I don't know really a lot about Bo Priestley. Um, or Bay Priestley. I don't really know her name either, man, to be honest. <laughs> but I think I'm going to go with uh, Dr. Britt Baker on this one. Same because here. She had, she's had she, she's had more time in AEW. She's uh, been put out there more. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Britt Baker on this one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with you right there because she she's over and. Uh, 
I believe she's going to get another shot at Rio, which she'll be putting up the AEW Women's Championship against an uh, opponent that she wrestled in the in the tag team match we saw Wednesday, um, Ima Sakura. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Ima came out as Freddie Mercury on AEW Dynamite, and I didn't get that at all. <laughs> Me neither. Nothing against I'm a big Freddie Mercury fan, mm-hmm. but it was just odd to me. Yeah. And um, it was an all-right tag team match. I mean, I like the uh, Shayna girl in the tag team match. Her European uppercuts looked legit. All of her stuff looked great. Yes. Um, you know, we saw a little bit of her. Um, this past AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, as far as this match goes, you know, Emmy Sakura got the pinfall victory over Rio. And judging by the crowd, it shocked a lot of people. But they will not be shocked this Saturday because I believe Rio will retain the women's championship. I. I agree that she is going to hold on to this because she just won it. She just won it. And that's that's the thing, I feel, except the Chris Jericho match there and Cody. Pretty much everyone has won a championship. They're defending it, and they're going to hold it. They're going to let them run with it for a while. And then when the time comes, they're going to have that person They're going to put up that's going to be put up against them. And they're gonna they're gonna lose the championship, but the interesting part is seeing how they get there. So that's that's what's gonna be fun about that. And yeah, like you said at the beginning of this here, well stacked pay per view, really good. It's gonna be Saturday on Saturday, this coming Saturday. Uh, I forget what time it starts though, but uh, I know you can check it out. It's on. Uh, you can watch the pay per view on. Uh, Bleacher Report Live, like always, with all the uh, AEW content and pay-per-views on there. And, uh, or you can buy it on a the time, pay-per-view. The time is at 7, 7 p.m. is the buy-in, and 8 o'clock is the main card. Okay. There you go. There you go. Well, Chris, another episode of... Slamming Thursday edition of the Everett Lee Show is in the can. That's pretty much a wrap. What do you say? I've had a blast tonight, man. Uh, Damien State was a cool cat. Yes. Uh, I like talking to him. Um, reviewing all the shows uh, that went on this week. It's been a pretty good week of wrestling, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready for here Saturday, uh, I'll watch it Sunday. Try not to look at any spoilers, but you know, it's yeah. the internet, it's Facebook, it's Instagram. There's going to be some on there. But <laughs> um, I'm ready to, I'm ready for it this weekend. AEW full gear, and uh, also ready for next week when we're on again. Yes, yes, we we are, we we definitely are. Yeah, we're yeah, we'll be on. Uh, Again, 
next Thursday, as always, right here on the Everett Lee Show with Slamming Thursday. Now, there is one Thursday this month we will not be doing a show because we will be eating turkey, and that is on the 28th. We won't be doing a show on the 28th on Thanksgiving because that that week right there, we haven't discussed it yet, though, but we'll, we'll have to discuss it, and uh, we'll let people know on Facebook, on the Everett Lee Show Facebook page, and on Twitter, at the Everett Lore Score Lee. And, of course, on, on, your, uh, on your social media, which is... Oh, the Chris Rose on Facebook. Uh, C Rose Wrestler 20 on Instagram is my two main social media outlets. All right. Awesome. And as always, I want to thank everyone that tune in tonight right here on the Everett Lee Show and those who listen to this audio podcast, which you can find right there on podbeam.everettleeshow.podbeam.com. <laughs> iTunes, download iTunes or subscribe to iTunes on the Everett Lee Show, for the Everett Lee Show. And Stitcher Radio, same thing with that. Subscribe to the Everett Lee Show if you use Stitcher Radio. And listen to audio portions of this podcast and previous release podcast right on the Everett Lee Show YouTube page. And be sure to follow more Podcast City Network, your top source for independent podcasts around podcastcity.net. On Facebook, Podcast City Network, and on Twitter, at Podcast City Net, and subscribe and follow them on YouTube, Podcast City Network, and on their Twitch channel, Podcast City Network, on twitch.tv. And that is it. Thank you for tuning in to Everly Show Slamming Thursday edition. We'll see you again next week for another episode of the Everly Show. Peace.